Welcome, my friend. You are exactly where you need to be right now. It is not an accident that our paths have crossed. I'm confident that you're here because you are wanting more out of life. Are you ready to live your life with purpose and intention? Are you wondering how on earth to pull it all together? How exactly do you turn your ordinary days into extraordinary days? Girl, let me show you how to stop facing the day ahead and start faithing it. Join me, Sarah Elizabeth, each episode as I encourage and motivate you to place unwavering faith in the direction Christ will lead you and surrender yourself to His vision for your life. He's custom-designed a life for you beyond your wildest dreams, and I want to help you discover all that He has planned for you to experience. Together, let's put God into the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. It's time to faith your day. Welcome in, my beautiful friend. Thank you so much for taking time to join me here. No matter what day you are listening to this on, I am so grateful for your company. Let's get things rolling. So I had an idea that I was going to write about for today, and literally I was about three minutes from sitting down at my desk to get typing. And God was like, hey, remember what we talked about last week? The episode, sometimes the answer is no. We have more to talk about. The beautiful souls listening today need to know how to get their yes from me. I was like, all right, okay, I'm game. I'll type whatever it is you want me to say. I'm down for a new adventure. So here, my friend, is what God is wanting you to know. First, before listening to this episode, though, please make sure that you have checked out last week's episode, which was number 112, Sometimes the Answer is No, because this episode here is going to build on what we talked about last time. I've titled this week's episode of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast, Here's How You Get a Yes. As I said last week, we really don't like no's, as they can feel like setbacks, letdowns, and holdups. No's can make us feel deflated, defeated, and confused. We learned, though, that if your no comes directly from our Almighty Father, then it's designed to preface a greater yes. He isn't into the business of disappointing his girls. He doesn't gain satisfaction from seeing you bummed out when your plans are sidelined. He doesn't smirk down from his heavenly throne when he sees you struggling to change the outcome of a situation that he has protected you from? Have you ever considered that? God protects you from so many things that you are absolutely blind to, things that this side of heaven you will never even know you are in danger of. He ensures that we don't struggle beyond what we can handle. He often uses no's so that we don't go off our intended path and down into that potential ditch of destruction. He uses no's like a guardrail that keeps us from careening off and going down a cliff. Here we are pouting over his no's, but girl, if you could only see clearly what he is protecting you from with that no, he is so loving and doesn't want your ignorance to impact your destiny. He doesn't always give out no's though. What about those yeses? How do you get the green light from God? 
Is it possible for us to adjust our mindsets so that we can seek out and successfully find those go-aheads from God? Well, for that, my sister, you have to realize something super key. A yes doesn't start with you. It starts with God. Jot that down. A yes doesn't start with you. It starts with God. In order to get continual yeses from Him, you have to do something super important first. You have to align your heart and align your desires with His desires for you. Our scripture for today comes from Psalm 20 verse 4, which says, May He give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. This verse is one which can so easily be skewed by our own closed-mindedness. If you look at this from your perspective, you might translate this as sweet. Come on, Lord, give me those desires of my heart, that fame, that fortune, that fairy tale life. Make me blessed and successful. I want what I want because I want it, and you are going to make it all happen. And that is where we get stuck. Stuck in this idea that God is some sort of genie that we take down from a shelf when we need him, rub away, and poof, problems disappear, disappointment diverted, successes in place of struggle. My lady, God is wanting to remind you that you can't be looking for yourself in this verse. You need to be looking for him, looking for his character, his wisdom, and his guidance. If you can do that, you will really begin to change things in your life. When you look at this verse from a different angle, a new angle, seeking to discover who God is in this verse, you will see that it says, may he give you the desire of your heart, not the countless desires, but the one actual desire, him, his love, his wisdom, his grace, his blessing, and his mercy. Your plans will succeed when they align with his plans for you. And that is what gets missed and glossed over almost every time that you struggle and feel stuck. Ever notice that kids are perpetually stuck in a self-centered state up to a certain age? Like two, three, and four-year-olds have great difficulty sharing and cooperating with other children and adults because they are stuck in this stage of life where they are focusing on what they want and what they are doing, and they completely disregard anybody but them. If anyone gets in their way or doesn't give them what they want, they throw an absolute fit, right? Or put on those pouty lips big enough for a bird to build a nest on. It takes prompting and encouragement and modeling from adults around them and practice interacting with other kids for them to gradually become empathetic towards others, collaborative and cooperative. It takes time and it takes practice for them to learn how to focus less on themselves. Have you ever considered that as adults, we often do the same thing? God must be shaking his head like a frustrated parent sometimes in disbelief, asking, when will they ever learn? 
thankfully, he doesn't give up on us. He doesn't get frustrated with us. He keeps just being so good and faithful and loving as our Heavenly Father prompts us and guides us and redirects us so that we can grow our desires to align our hearts with His. And we get stuck wanting what we want. And then we throw grown-up hissy fits when our plans don't go right. We throw ourselves enormous pity parties when things aren't going as we expected. And we demand that our way and what we want is going to happen. Doesn't that show a level of childishness and immaturity in regards to our faith? Absolutely. But like every kid, it's where we start out in our journey as children of God. A child of God begins her journey with a heart that is focused on her own desires. It's the immature beginning. It's the start of something. It's normal and perfectly natural, but gradually over time and over encounters with God's faithfulness, she slowly begins to see how aligning her desires to those that he has for her is so much more satisfying. Life gets better the less we focus on ourselves. Think about that. That seems so counterintuitive and so countercultural, but it's so true that life gets better when we focus less on us and more on Him. So you want a yes? You need to start asking God for it, asking Him for His yes and not yours. In James chapter 1, verse 5, it says, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. One of my favorite parts of my morning prayer is at the end when I tell God that I am giving my day back to Him to do whatever it is He needs me to do to bring glory and honor to His kingdom. My life is a gift from Him. It's a mindset that has changed my life. It's that daily surrender, verbally telling Him that I am willing to put aside all the things I want in exchange for all the things that He wants for me. The encounters, conversations, tasks, and commitments that He wants for me. It sounds like a risky move on my part, right? Doesn't that make for a heavy and exhausting day? It sounds like a huge responsibility, and my friend, it is. But do you want to know what I have found since I've started living this surrendered life over the last few years? I've learned that God is so darn good to his faithful girls. All of the things that bring me joy and add so much gusto to my life end up happening when I turn things over to him. But they happen at like a whole other level. Blessings that I couldn't foresee come into existence. Fun and excitement and vibrancy are part of my day every day. Work days, weekends, routine days. I don't know how he does it, but he does. The things I end up experiencing are all things I would have been asking for anyways, but I would have been missing out on the full version of them because I would have pigeonholed myself into situations that I thought were the only way to experience those things. 
Had I kept living life my way, I would have missed out on the so much more that God has planned out for me. And he has planned it out for you too. I get every single yes I would want simply by asking Christ each day to align the desires of my heart to the things that he wants for me. I live radically obedient, asking him to stir my heart whenever I'm headed in a direction that doesn't align with where he wants me going. I'm definitely not perfect at this, nor will I ever be. But my sister, what an incredible difference it has made. For example, there are times where I have a sarcastic or critical text written, maybe a joke about something or someone I'm annoyed with, ready to send it to a friend, and God stops me. He asks me if this is in alignment with the life he is leading me to. The old version of me sent the text anyways, wanting to engage in some sort of gossip or behind their back talk in hopes of making me feel better. The more obedient me, though, the one who is seeking yeses from God doesn't send the text. I delete it. I put my phone down and thank him for keeping me from making a poor choice, one that does not reflect what Jesus would have done. I've had times where I am so, so wanting to eat the delicious snack on our staff room table, times where I am craving sugar and every part of my being wants to grab a plate, grab a piece and silence the temptation. But then God reminds me of the health goals I'm working on. He reminds me that my body is the temple for his Holy Spirit. And that if I want the green light on feeling good and putting my health first, then I have to decide what is most important, what I want now or what I want most. You see, my friend, this is where in order to get your yes, you have to practice removing yourself and your desires from the equation, temporarily taking away your desires in place of receiving his. The coolest part being that you will discover that his desires for you are exactly what you are seeking, but amplified. We are so short-sighted. We see the short-lived glee that comes from a decadent dessert, but he sees and wants to give us the lifelong joy that comes from feeling and looking our best. We see the moments of satisfaction that come from bashing someone behind their back to a friend. He sees the continual contentment that comes from living with integrity and kindness. We see the thrill of a shopping spree, but he sees the peace that comes when we are debt-free and slave to no lender. We are the children focused in on our own wants and desires, and he is the good, good father ready to give us so much more. If only we would look up from our hands and earnestly ask him for what is in his. His yes is worth every short-term sacrifice you need to make for it. Every temptation you have to say no to will lead to an even greater yes from him. Every time you have to turn away from the desires of your heart leads you closer to knowing the desires of his heart that as part of his whole plan end up making you happier and more fulfilled beyond what you could imagine. He's not looking to take away from you. 
He wants to give you a life to the full, full of joy, full of peace, and full of love. In his infinite wisdom, he knows exactly what will get you there. Are you willing to ask him for it? Are you willing to admit to him that you are trying so stinking hard on your own and you are exhausted and worn out and spinning your wheels and still feeling lacking? That's by design, girl. You aren't made to do this alone. Sit with him today. Spend some time together. Ask him to begin to show you what he wants for you. Ask him to convict you whenever you're headed in a direction other than the path that he is leading you on. Ask him to guard your heart from short-term temptations. Ask him to fill you with the discipline needed to say no to distractions and delays and the cheap imitations that the enemy offers. Ask him for a yes today, the yes that aligns the desires of your heart with his. You won't know how incredible life can be until you start asking him for his yes. He wants you to have life to the full, abundant, blessed, and full of joy. So let's ask him for that right now. How about we pray together, my sister? Dear Jesus, thank you so much for this gift of life today, Lord. We are going to do our very best to not take this for granted. You are so loving and so giving that you have chosen for each of us listening today that we get this opportunity at living today. Lord, help us to do it right. God, we know that we have so many desires in our heart and many of us are very hesitant to want to give those up because we're afraid that we're going to give up our fun and we're going to give up our freedom in exchange for maybe this righteous living that you offer. But Lord, please help us to see clearly that righteous living is not stuffy. It's not boring. It is not dull or dry. Living in accordance with your will is just living to the full. It's the place where we can see the excitement and the joy and the beauty in the ordinary. And I think, Lord, honestly, so many people listening today are struggling with that, feeling that this ordinary day is just this thing they're getting to, waiting for the good stuff to happen, feeling frustrated that life isn't changing and things aren't going their way. I think through this, God, you're really showing us that it's not the life that needs to change, it's us and our mindsets that need to change. And once we start being willing to let go of what we want and hand it back to you, we can have full confidence that you're going to give us more than what we gave back to you. You give us life to this abundant, overflowing level that we're short-sighted. We're like that little kid with the toy and we're holding on to it tight, too short-sighted to see, too self-focused to see that you have got the whole toy set to give us. Lord, help us to, to grow in that. Help us to be patient as we get there and to take a little risk today to just ask you for a yes to align our hearts to your desires. It's not easy, but it is so worth it when we start doing it. So Lord, for anybody who is hesitant to start that today, just please convict them. Please put some faith in their hearts, some trust in you 
that you're going to lead us down this path that is so much better than we could ever do on our own. So Lord, we ask all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, my girl, I hope that you had a chance to listen to last week's episode first, where we talked about how a no can be such a sweet answer when it comes from Almighty God. And today, you know, focusing in on that yes, that our yes may not come when we're stuck on what we want, but it is sure going to come when we ask God to do His will and show us His desires of His heart to help us align to those. It is a process. It is not going to all happen today. But if you take that first step today and you're willing to ask for that today, you will feel some immediate change because he's just going to transform your heart into this soul that wants to seek him. And through that journey, that seeking, that is where every day of life, every day of life just becomes this amazing adventure. You know, those, like I say, those work days, those week days, those routine days, the days where we're not feeling like we have to escape our life to have some excitement. That comes through the ordinary because God is making it extraordinary. That's what we do when we faith our day. I'm so grateful for your time here today. My friend, I will be back here again next Tuesday. I hope you will consider joining me then. I wish you all of God's blessings from my heart to yours. Bye for now. 